Welcome to the R Pro Show, powered by the R Pro Academy, where we provide engaging education for the high-performing real estate professional. My name is Jeffrey Long. I'm the school director at R Pro Academy and your host today on the R Pro Show. Thank you so much for checking in with us. We really appreciate it. And whether you're watching this on YouTube or listening on Apple Podcasts or Spotify or wherever that may be, please go ahead and give us a subscribe so you can get new episodes and all the other content that we provide whenever it comes out. And if you are listening on one of those or watching on YouTube, please go ahead and give us a rating as well. We love those five-star ratings. Now, I know this is our first episode, so you can wait till the end just to make sure, uh, but we do hope that you'll leave us some feedback and a rating. So this week, I've got one for all of our Oklahoma real estate professionals that I've heard a lot of people talking about, and I think is actually a really interesting issue to discuss because... I learned a lot in this. And, you know, for those that don't know me, um, I've got a background in a variety of capacities in the real estate industry. I am a real estate broker and have been for a number of years now. And I'm also an attorney. And as an attorney, I have done a variety of real estate related things, including just private practice in real estate. But I've also spent uh, over five years as the attorney for the Oklahoma Association of Realtors, where I answered legal line questions and, and dealt with a lot of different issues, taught classes, those kinds of things. Of course, now school director for the RPRO Academy, providing education. But I was also the attorney for the Real Estate Commission once upon a time back earlier on in my career. So I've seen things from a lot of different angles. And, and this was really, this case was a real learning experience from me. I've been asked a number of times about this issue dealing with inspection reports and what you can do with them on a second transaction. And so I think this is really going to clear that up because now we have some definite answers as far as how the Real Estate Commission treats it. And that's key because I might have a little bit different interpretation than they do, but that doesn't matter at the end of the day. They're the ones who are actually enforcing the real estate code. And so even if maybe uh, I don't perhaps agree with the result here, um, you know, I think we need to follow what the real estate commission says. And I think it's I think it's perfectly reasonable. And, and in the end, the result and the rules, I'm going to give you three rules for how to deal with these inspection reports if a deal busts. And what do we do with the inspection reports? I'm going to give you three rules at the end of this after we talk about what happened. And that's going to give you a definite answer. And that's consistent. This is what I've been telling people for a number of years. So I'm, I'm, I'm happy that the advice I've been giving is consistent with what the Real Estate Commission, uh, what their result was, uh, but certainly learned about this. And, and it's nice to be able to have a definite answer at least. So let's talk about what happened. So the Oklahoma Real Estate Commission received a formal complaint and the complaint alleged that a licensee gave away the complainant's inspection report to a subsequent purchaser on the same property without the complainant's knowledge or consent. So unpacking that a little bit, you've got buyer that comes in, they go under contract, the buyer does an inspection and they get inspection reports. And they gave those to the seller and then the deal busts. Now, after the deal busted, um, those inspection reports were given by the listing broker to a new buyer that came along. And so we'll go into a little bit more detail on that. But, you know, the question is, why did they give them the inspection reports? Well, under the Oklahoma Real Estate Commission form contract, it requires that no matter what, after your inspection period, within 24 hours of when the inspection period ends, 
the buyer has to give the seller and seller's broker a copy of all written inspection reports that the buyer received. Now, if they didn't get any inspection reports, then they don't have to give them because they don't have them. And there may be a scenario where they only got some inspection reports from maybe an inspector, but not from somebody else. That's okay too. It's just, but any inspection reports that you get that are written do have to be given to the seller. So that's how the listing broker got those reports. Now, of course, you know, your question, why did they file a complaint? Well, evidently in this case, the complainant was a bit of an upset buyer who was unhappy that his offer on the subject property was not ultimately accepted and closed. And the respondent stated that the complainant began, the words used were harassing any new prospective purchasers when they viewed the property. So you've got this buyer who really wanted the property, it didn't work out, and now they were upset. So of course that's a recipe for potential problems, and that's what we see here. Now this new buyer comes along, and remember the listing broker has the inspection reports now from the first buyer. The new purchaser comes along and they decline to have an inspection on the property, which of course, this is not one of the three rules at the end, but um, of course we would all encourage them to get their own inspection. Uh, there's really no good reason to not get an inspection. There's just too much at stake. So please try to, try to talk purchasers out of declining an inspection unless it's a very uh, you know, unique circumstance. Maybe it's an investor that doesn't really care, but for your average purchaser, let's not let them do that. So the respondent told the purchaser. So the listing broker told the purchaser what the previous inspector suggested about ductwork. That was what was at issue here was some problems with the ductwork. And so, you know, the respondent here, the, the listing broker did what they're supposed to. If they've got an inspection report that says there's some defect in the property or there's believed to be one, then that needs to be disclosed. And so the broker did what they were supposed to by disclosing it to the purchaser. And what they ended up doing though, was they actually sent the inspection reports to that new purchaser rather than just using the form that the real estate commission has to do an agent disclosure or updating the property disclosure form. Instead, what they did is they sent the inspection report itself to the new purchaser. Okay, so how did the first buyer, the guy who's upset here, how did he find out about it? Well, you know, the complainant contacted the new purchaser. Remember I said that this uh, first purchaser was evidently, in their words, not mine, I don't know who the guy is, I don't know anything about him, uh, but that was unhappy and began harassing any new prospective purchasers. Well, this first buyer reaches out to the new buyer and evidently through that conversation discovered that the new purchaser was in possession of the inspection reports that the first buyer ordered and paid for. So now he's even more unhappy. You know, he finds out, well, I gave them to him because I had to, but those were mine. I paid for them. They shouldn't have given them away. Well, of course, the respondent here, the listing broker, felt legally obligated to. And I do think that there was an obligation to disclose it if it was on an inspection report. So what, what the problem here, though, is they gave away the inspection reports. And the Real Estate Commission agreed with the complainant in this case that although there's a contractual obligation for the buyer to give the seller the written inspection reports, that seller, or at least the seller's broker, should not be giving those to anybody else. And if they do, then they've violated the real estate code if they don't have consent or permission from that first buyer, because they're looking at that inspection report as the property of the first buyer. 
and it shouldn't have been given away because it wasn't the listing broker's property. No, I think this is kind of interesting because I don't think that it's that clear in my opinion. Um, they're required to give the seller a copy of those inspection reports. There's nothing in the contract that says that they're limited or they can't be used or can't be given away. Uh, so to me, it's a little bit of a gray area, but at least we know the real estate's commission, their position is that that is the property of the buyer and it shouldn't be given away. So what did they find? Well, they found that they were in violation of three different provisions in the real estate code. And, and this is also very interesting because there's nothing in the real estate code that says you can't give away an inspection report. There's nothing in the real estate code that really is directly on point. So they relied on some fairly general provisions in the real estate code that say, I'm reading to you, the first one was, it's a violation to do any conduct which constitutes untrustworthy, improper, fraudulent, or dishonest dealings. It's a very general catch-all provision. The second one was disregard or violation, violating any provision of the real estate license code or rules promulgated by the commission. So again, this is just a general, we're, we're saying you violated another rule uh, within the code. And so the third one is a rule that says any conduct in a real estate transaction which demonstrates bad faith or incompetency. Again, a fairly general provision here. That's all. Those are the rules or the statutes that the Real Estate Commission put in that order that says were violated. So this is certainly a difficult thing to interpret, to figure out. Um, if you were trying to figure this out up front, you know, if you were to ask me before this, would it violate the real estate code to give away an inspection report? Frankly, my opinion would have been probably not because uh, I couldn't have pointed to anything specific. Uh, but again, there are these general provisions that the Real Estate Commission relied on. And again, their position is this does violate the real estate code. Uh, and so what was the result? Well, in this case, the, the, the listing broker there that, that got into some trouble, it was only a $500 fine and nothing else. Uh, but they noted that she was very cooperative. Uh, she worked with the Real Estate Commission to resolve it. And so they did find a violation. It was a fairly minimal fine, but you know, $500 ain't nothing, right? I mean, that's, I would rather not have to pay that if I don't have to. So, um, and again, there was some consideration given that uh, they admitted to it. They said, yeah, I did that. Uh, what do we have to do to resolve it? And they came up with a $500 fine. So that's, that's not too bad, but this is, you know, very instructive for us. All right, so I've got three rules for you that you can take away from this case in dealing with this situation where you are the listing agent on a property, the deal has busted because of inspections or some other reason, but you've got a copy of those inspection reports from that first transaction. So what do we do from there? I'm going to give you three rules on how to handle it. It's going to keep you in compliance with not just this issue of not giving them away, but also disclosure rules. So the rule number one, you've got those inspection results. Use those to update the property disclosures. You need to go back to the seller and say, look, the deal busted. We've got the inspection report. We need to go through the inspection report. If there's anything in there that should be disclosed on the Property Disclosure Act, then let's do that, right? Let's go ahead and update that form now so that we can, you know, anything that we didn't know about, in this case, it was ductwork. So we can say, let's add a disclosure based on that ductwork. Great. That's rule number one. Use those inspection reports for the purpose of updating the property disclosure form. Rule number two, if an inspection report identifies a defect, and it should be disclosed on the disclosure form, but it wasn't, 
then you as the agent have an obligation to disclose that in order to avoid liability. And by liability, I mean literally being on the hook for the cost of repairing that. So an inspection report is treated as actual knowledge of a defect. So in this case, we've got a problem with the ductwork. You didn't know about it beforehand. The deal busts. Well, now you've got an inspection report that says, hey, there's a problem with the ductwork, which let's say was a defect that should be disclosed on the property disclosure form. You need to go to the buyer, right? Rule number one, I'm sorry, go to the seller, rule number one, and say, we need to update this. But if that hasn't happened for some reason, and you've got a new buyer that comes along, then you need to use the real estate commission's form that they have created to do an agent disclosure. And you need to disclose it, which did happen in this transaction that was at issue here. But you need to make sure you do that as well, because if you don't, they're going to look at that and say, look, you had the inspection reports, you knew about it, and you didn't disclose it. Now you could be on the hook. Now, what you don't want to do is give any third party, a new buyer in this case, the actual inspection report. The only way you can do that is if you have consent in writing from that first purchaser. So in this case, if we would go back and they said, hey, we've got a new buyer that's come along or a new buyer will come along eventually. Are you okay if we give away that inspection report to somebody? And the buyer said, sure, that's fine. You're going to be covered. That, that would have covered everything in this case. But if you don't have that, then you should not give out that new inspection report. My opinion is that you probably shouldn't be giving out the inspection reports anyway. But if you're going to do it, then you should have consent in writing from whoever paid for it and bought it. That is that first purchaser. So again, three rules. Use the inspection reports to update the disclosures. Rule number two, if there's a defect in the inspection reports and it's not on the property disclosure, then you have to disclose it. And three, don't give away those inspection reports unless you have written permission from that first buyer. That's going to keep you in compliance with all these provisions, plus making sure that you handle them correctly to do a new disclosure and update that so that you're covered under the Property Disclosure Act as well, which I'm sure we'll cover in a little bit more detail on a future episode of the R Pro Show. So I hope you found this helpful and valuable and informative. Again, this gives us a definite answer on how to handle this situation and that I love. Even if it's maybe a little bit different than my interpretation, that's okay because the Real Estate Commission has the one that really matters here. And so I appreciate having this information that we can share with you because this is very valuable to keep you on the straight road in all your real estate transactions. So now that we've reached the end of it here, please, 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 go ahead and subscribe to us on Spotify, Apple Podcasts, or YouTube if you prefer to watch us rather than listen. You can do that as well. You can subscribe on all those places or any other place where you get your podcasts. We're pretty much everywhere. Um, also, while you're there, please go ahead and give us one of those five-star ratings. It's very helpful. You can leave us a review as well. I know Apple Podcasts and Spotify both let you give ratings and reviews. So please do that. That's super helpful for us to reach more people with this information that hopefully you found valuable. And as a last matter, I'd love for you to go to rpro.academy. That's our website, www.rpro.academy and sign up for our newsletter, the R Pro Insider. Listen, I promise no spam, no junk, only pure value for you delivered to your inbox. Uh, nothing but good stuff, no junk, and we won't share it with anybody else. And as a thank you, we are going to send you the free R Pro transaction checklist 
This is going to help you and your clients stay on top of deadlines and milestones in the transaction. It's a really helpful resource that we spend a lot of time and effort developing, and we're going to send that to you absolutely free just for signing up for our newsletter. So head on over to rpro.academy, leave us your name and email, and we will get that right over to you. And again, thank you so much for listening. We appreciate you being a part of the R-Pro community, and we'll see you next time right here on the R-Pro Show.